Welcome to a continuation of the HEC Talk series brought to you by the Charlotte AHEC Practice Support Team. For this round of talks, we will be sharing best practice tools and tips helpful to today's primary and specialty care providers through a series of podcasts. The Charlotte AHEC Practice Support Team has been providing support to independent practices since 2009. We currently coach practices in the Charlotte, North Carolina region on initiatives like patient-centered medical home, the quality payment program, and other incentive programs. Let's get into today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Kathy Webb, one of the practice support team members at Charlotte AHEC. I'm speaking today with Dr. Sacha Jamalamadaka, better known to most of us as Dr. Jama. Dr. Jama has been practicing pediatrics for 10 years now and has a vast array of experience. Dr. Jama served in a coveted leadership role at the Mayo Clinic and has worked in the corporate, state, county, and federal areas of healthcare. Dr. Jama started the very successful Pineville Pediatrics in 2011, which has since become a well-established clinic for children in the Pineville, North Carolina area. When caring for her patients, Dr. Jama believes in spending quality time with each of her patients and families, going well beyond providing great pediatric care to build that personal bond. Charlotte AHEC Practice Support came to know Dr. Jama in 2012 with the implementation of Meaningful Use. This is when Charlotte AHEC started coaching the Pineville pediatric staff in all things Meaningful Use. I can gladly say this support has led to many successful years of attesting to those rigid requirements. Anyone familiar with the requirements of Meaningful Use, and now MIPS, understands how difficult it is to get patients interested in using the patient portal. I've asked Dr. Jama to talk to us about her experiences after so many years of successfully engaging her patients and families to adopt and use the patient portal. Welcome, Dr. Jama, and thank you for talking with us. Thank you. I talked a little bit about meaningful use mandate for having patients use your patient portal and how difficult it was, and it still is. It's so difficult to lead patients and families to use the portal instead of calling the office. So what was it like for you when you introduced the portal to your patients? Uh, Tell us a little bit about the pushback you got. Uh, Thank you, Kathy, for that wonderful introduction about myself. And um, I'm really glad that I'm able to talk about these topics or these questions specifically about patient portal. Coming to the patient portal, I think this was part of um, electronic evolution of medical records, part of it, and communicating with patients electronically or over a computer or an app, whatever it is. And I think that it is great now that I have been uh, through this, uh, honestly, uh, for about seven, eight years now. So it, it was definitely a challenge when I started this patient portal as part of my electronic medical record system and um, actually had it in my on my website to be used or utilized by patients because obviously there was no knowledge about it there was not much you know it's pretty much almost ignorance of uh, you know uh, the topic or even the product as I actually yeah, it was call so it. new yeah yes it was so new and 
it, you know, honestly, with technology evolution, you would think that patients would want to resort to electronic ways of communicating with the physician, but that wasn't true with patient portal. You know, it took effort to tell them that this is a way, um, this is a protected way and a documented way of communicating with your physician. And sometimes, in fact, it is much more easier to communicate with the physician uh, rather than picking up a phone and trying to call, call, call his office. And sometimes office times are busy or we're seeing patients or even if the front desk picks up the phone, you know, it takes time for the physician to get to that question to respond because she's packed or he's packed with patients all day. So this, um, you know, physicians always work with priorities, you know, and there are timelines and deadlines. And if you have eight to five or nine to six, work hours for a physician, uh, there's timeline. So their priority is always the patients in-house. So they're trying to get to the EMR and then trying to respond to the patient portal as a second priority. But if you call office and there's always she said, he said, you know, it gets lost and it's a verbal conversation and that can never be uh, 100% documented and uh, protected information that you can argue about. I started in my practice to educate the front desk as well as nurses. There are different points of interaction for a patient when a patient walks through my door, and that is talking to the front desk. That's one point of interaction, and then talking to the, um, going to the triage nurse, and then the physician. So uh, I tried the front desk and triage nurse as well to have a word about, hey, patient portal is the best way to go communicate. Okay. Um, with with the physician. But then I think when I started literally reinforcing it, it really kicked off well. Well, it sounds like that in the beginning you saw the benefit for you as a provider and an owner of this clinic. And could that be possibly passed down to your patients? Was that one of your successes? Yes, absolutely. I saw this as an amazing opportunity for a physician to work very organized way in total disorganized chaos that you can be thrown into when you walk in that office. Because we promise on the website or anywhere, or we say that once you send a message through patient portal, we'll get to you either by the end of the day or we have a timeline of 24 hours. So patients are set with an expectation um, from us, or you know, they, they have an expectation. Okay. And that expectation is not bad, and it is really doable by a physician because, you know, to, to get on a phone and keep talking or in the middle of your work hours, it's pretty hard. It gets tough to manage everything and finish your schedule on time, you know, and, and do everything. So I think it, it gives physician a leverage yeah. to, 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 to get to it when he can or she can. So I know you worked at this for quite a while I know we came out and supported you, and we tried different ways of doing it. What was it, if there's one thing or two things, what, what really worked for you when the patients started going to that portal and using it to communicate with you? Oh, it was, uh, it was very, very good for me, only because if you're a doctor who would like to communicate with your patients, and you would like to know what's going on and you want them to inform you, but then you have thousands of families and 
uh, emergent and non-emergent messages to go to you directly and not to be left out with the front desk or your nurse. And then at the end, the physician has to address that. So when it gets to me directly, and I know I'm the person who saw it, and I have to fix it, or I have to uh, you know, respond to it, then it gives me a good feeling because the accountability and the responsibility is mine at the end of the day. And uh, you know, various people, various factors should not matter. It's physician and patient, period. And, and that sounds really great because you made it become your personal mission to answer those and to make sure they were getting the information and the communication they needed when they got in touch with you. And it sounds like patients respected that. I know if if I can get somebody to answer me personally, I'm going to use that method of communication. And that's what it sounds like that Pineville Pediatrics is so successful at this. Yes, yeah. You know, they're, they're very happy. And they're just like, oh, wow, we get messages like this. Oh, wow, we get a message like a text message back within an hour, two hours, five hours, whatever it is from a physician directly that made a huge impact. Okay. So we know of your success, but sometimes the best way to learn is by failing. So could you tell us a little bit about your trials, your failures, so some people can know that that didn't work for you? Yeah, like I already mentioned, I think that um, you do want to assign this job uh, of education or bringing this product to the table to the patient by different people, like your front desk or your manager or your triage nurse, you know, just kind of, oh, you signed up, you know, make them, push them to sign up. Please use the patient portal. You can communicate with us. But I think when physician actually remembers to open the mouth, depending on each case, because when you see certain patients, you know that you really need to follow up on this, either lab work or something that you need to communicate with this mother to close the loop of communication. So then it is always good, you know, to to open up and say, please message me on a patient portal, you will get this response, so I assure you. And when they actually see it, they're just, you know, they love it. So research has been done about uh, success in patient portal, and you just mentioned that. Um, Research says that if the provider offers the portal and the provider tells the patient that that's the way to communicate, that it is much more successful. Absolutely. That's exactly what I would agree with because I tried the other methods, like I just said, and those are my failures or, you know, that failed for quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. And um, once I started speaking, yes, it, it's, uh, it's a great success. Okay. As I've said before, you've been at this for quite a few years now. You said about eight. Uh, so I'm sure you've got a little bit of advice for others who are either getting started or struggling. So would you share some hard-fought words of wisdom for us? In terms of uh, just patient portal? Patient or, portal, yes. Um, yeah, I, I truly think that physician should be proactive about this because this is about your comfort, your leverage, your prioritization, as well as your organization. And also, you will be safe in the realm of not breaking HIPAA. And so everything just gets taken care of with one sentence, please 
send me a message through patient portal. And I think that you are benefiting yourself and the patient by doing, saying that just one sentence and the respect they have for you is already there. So they will follow you. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Jama. That was great. Um, to, uh, to make this a, a little bit clearer too, Dr. Jama shared a pediatric clinic's effort on getting patients and their families to use the patient portal. But things are a little different in the adult world. But can I say it's not impossible? Some adult clinics have found success by incorporating the portal into the patient visit. It becomes a little less intimidating to an older adult by learning about the portal and how to use it this way. You can have the patients pull up their lab results in the portal while they're waiting for the provider to come in. Then have the provider to go over, review those labs with the patient while they're inside the portal. It makes it real, you know, they can visibly see it. Uh, have the patient log into the portal and go ahead and schedule their follow-up appointment before they leave the clinic. Or maybe you could just uh, help the patient send a portal message to the provider while they're at the clinic. Any of these could help the older adult or the adult patient become a portal user. But just remember, to make it work, you need to make it relevant to the patient and to the patient's needs. Thank you, Dr. Jama, for sharing your patient portal experiences. I hope our audience can take something away from our podcast that may spark an idea for engaging their patients to use the portal. And for those who are listening in, make sure to check out more of the Charlotte AHEC podcast. Thanks for tuning into today's podcast. For more podcasts in our series, visit the practice support section on the Charlotte AHEC website, www.charlotteahec.org.